Hello, everyone. I'm Pete. And I'm Tanya. This is What's the Dill? <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. making every episode which is what counts <laughs> so am i i'm having a lot of fun doing this and we we published it we got some reviews already we're we're in we're officially in the podcast world <laughs> and it's been a lot of fun it's been a lot of fun we're still in our closet so it's hard to tell what even episode this is that's right but the closet has the best uh acoustics <laughs> all right so tanya what are we talking about today on what's the deal we're talking about technology in a marriage. This is a big topic because technology has just overtaken our life, it seems like. Yeah. And I think as millennials, we still, like, I still remember when technology wasn't as in your face as it is now. And it's interesting now, as 31 years old, how much technology we see around. Yes, it's good. It can also be bad. <laughs> No other couples, no other married couples for the history of time ever had to deal with this. People in the 1700s, 1600s, 15, you go back all the way. They weren't like, hey, uh, did you like my post on Instagram? Like, Or even having yeah. to deal with this. They just were, I don't know, meeting up every night. Like, what were they doing right. every night? They're just going to bed when the lights went, when it got dark. Because they had candles. Like, well, we don't want this whole house to go on fire. So we're just going to bed. You're so right. It's a new problem that that we have now as a society, as married couples, that couples before us, our parents didn't really go through this. I feel like it can be really, really like cliche to be talking about technology nowadays. Everyone's just talking about it. There's a new Netflix documentary about it, which we haven't watched, but we will. Um, it can be very cliche to talk about like the implications of social media and TV in our lives, but it's very real because technology can take over every part of my life. And I'm not even that much of a tech guy. I'm not even like a real big apps tech. I mean, I have a flip right, phone. Right. I have a flip phone. But it still can take over every part. Watch TV for three hours at night, mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. Easy. Wake up, go on the internet, done. Mm-hmm. Easy. Listen to the radio, listen to a podcast, easy, done. It can be such a huge part of my life. Even though it is cliche, I think it's still good to discuss it because it's so real. And it's so relevant right now. Absolutely. So let's talk about the good, the bad, and how do we deal with technology in our marriage. That's what we're going to talk about today. (laughs) All right, let's talk about the good. Well, the good is it actually helped us get to know each other when we were dating. As you all know, we were long distance. Oh my gosh, FaceTime? Like, what would we have done without it? 
I don't I don't know. We would have just been writing letters. Writing yeah. letters. But yeah. Thank God that we were able to see each other. So much easier just to FaceTime. Exactly. Like there's a lot of really inherent good in technology. It helped us get to know each other in an easy, personal way. It was so awesome. So that's that was a really good thing that helped us get to know each other through FaceTime. Yeah, absolutely. Another way that technology has been really helpful and good in our marriage is quality time because it has been really nice to watch shows together, to sit down, watch a movie, put in a movie, put in as if it's like a DVD. <laughs> no one would even turn on a movie. On a movie. Kids, kids wouldn't even understand that, you know? Oh, no, this is terrible. If I'm, <laughs> I'm dating myself, put in a movie. And I'm talking about DVDs. I'm not even talking about VHSs. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think even something like putting music on through a speaker, through Bluetooth, while we cook, that alone, that's technology. And listening to music without ads, maybe, without the radio, just kind of like putting on background music, that has been really life-giving for us, just putting on some background music while we cook, turn it on YouTube. It's great. It's been such an awesome plus for our marriage. Um, In that same sense, Technology can be a great way to just escape and relax. You know, there's a lot of stresses in the world. There's a lot of things going on, you know, in our life, work, marriage, friends, family, expectations, realities, money. And it is nice to just relax, put on a movie, listen to music, just escape for a little bit. Yeah, there's definitely nothing wrong with using technology to um, restore yourself and kind of recharge your batteries. I think another good thing about technology is it keeps us connected to friends and family, especially since a lot of your friends and family, they're in New Jersey. So we FaceTime your family a lot. We're in an app called House Party. If you guys haven't don't have it, it's a really fun app. Um, you can we're play not, games. We are not sponsored here by it. It's just a fun <laughs> app. So take oh, our yeah, word for it's it. It's just a fun app. But all that to say that it keeps us in touch. I mean, I FaceTime my parents every night. It keeps me in touch with my parents. Um, it's great. And it's also provided us the ability to work from home, which we've cherished so much, especially in this year, first year of marriage, especially in this time of a pandemic where we haven't lost our jobs because we've been able to work from home. That has been just such a huge, huge blessing. Absolutely. So true. Working from home has been such a great blessing in our life. Um, and technology has allowed that. Like, let's let's keep it real here. Technology is allowing that. I remember... Growing up, you know, I think everyone loves TV, you know, in in a way. And I remember growing up, uh, sometimes maybe we'd be at church and we'd hear the priest would talk about the intake of media and information. And I was like, oh, no, here it comes on the on the drive back from church. My dad's going to be like, all right, everyone, you have a have a little idea. (laughs) Yeah, I think we're going to throw the TV off the roof today (laughs) and uh, we're going to give up TV. It's just like, oh. Like, what if we gave up after school snacks? I can deal with that sometimes. You'll forget about that a little bit. But, you know, I've I've never been a full anti-tech guy. That being said, I do have a flip phone. You do. It's it's a very popular topic amongst our friends and our family that know you. I've never not had a flip phone. And some of you may be wondering how I'm able to have an Instagram or even how this works. Well, it works. There's ways to, (laughs) there's ways around it. Um, So I'm definitely not also all the way like super techie tech runs all of my life. I love having a flip phone. Yeah. 
Um, and you've always expressed that, that you've just, you've always felt a freedom with having a flip phone. It makes calls and it sends texts. And it is so great to just have not a lot of distractions on my phone. Um, people eventually just stop texting me. They're like, I don't know. <laughs> When we first started dating and you had a flip phone, I do remember thinking, like, are we just going to talk on the phone? And what's funny is, like, you have, you know, you can FaceTime from a laptop. And we did. I can't believe, like, I'm remembering now we had been dating for six months and we were still just, like, talking on the phone. And then one of your friends was like, oh, you have a Mac. Like, does she have an iPhone? Yeah. Okay, why aren't you FaceTiming her? It just never clicked in our heads to, like, use... (laughs) the FaceTime on your laptop. So I've had the same flip phone since 2014. And one thing I've noticed is that 2014, 15, 16, 17, I would break out the flip phone and people would be like, whoa, what is this? This is crazy. I I can't even believe that you have a flip phone. How do you email? How do you work? It was always the same thing. Like, how do you get anywhere? Like, how do you you use the GPS? Uh, Google Maps exists, people. I look it up beforehand, I text it to myself, and then I have it. Very simple. Very simple way to get around. But everyone always asks the same thing. How do you get around? How do you check emails? Oh, if I, I would go to a flip phone, but I need email for work. Everyone the same thing. Thousands of conversations. But now I've noticed the past couple of years, every time I break out a flip phone, people go, I'm thinking about going back to a flip phone. I'm thinking about going back to a flip phone. And I'm like, oh, I'm over here. just my flip phone. <laughs> I'm just still over here. Same one. Um... So it's very interesting. Okay, so now that we went over some of the good and the things we like about technology and how they affect our marriage in good ways, let's talk about some of the bad. Because that's why we're really talking about this, right? (laughs) The bad parts of technology. There's a lot. Yeah. There can be a lot of downsides. Tanya, what would you say is the number one downside for you for technology or the downside for our marriage of technology? The The challenge of technology in our marriage. Yeah, I think for our marriage, it can be very easy to trick ourselves into thinking we're having quality time, maybe, when in reality, we're just honed in on techno- on our own personal tech-, tech devices and saying that we're spending quality time together, we're here together, and in reality, we're we're just looking down at our screens. And we're human. I think that happens to us sometimes. And I think we even talked about a couple episodes ago mm-hmm. where I'm watching a game you're doing your puzzle and it's nice it's nice to just be relaxing with each other in that way doing two separate things um but you're right it can be very easy then to go from that to now i'm on my computer you're on your phone you are watching tv i'm on my computer doing something and just now we haven't even looked at each other in an hour and we've fallen into that sometimes and we've had to be like all right wait a second let's let's turn everything off for me maybe as a woman the the comparison game. You have so many avenues where you can see other women and how they're living their life, so many apps, so many just Instagram alone. And it's just so easy to open that app up and compare yourself. And I fall into that trap all the time. And so that's definitely like a negativity that I think obviously that we all are aware of that comparison is the thief of joy. And I just got on social media a few months ago. There, It's still very easy to fall into the comparison game. And thankfully, in experience, I've learned that not everything you see is a reality. But it's still very easy, very easy to fall into that. Um, you know, for me, sometimes it can be like social things. I see people just hanging out. I'm like, oh, that's so nice. Those 
people are all just hanging out together in a lake. Like, oh, maybe I should go to a lake. Is there any lakes around to maybe rent a boat? Because that looks fun. Um, and I'm just like, wait a second. Like, the reason I'm thinking about this because I just saw a couple guys on a lake. I think another broader implication of technology in our lives and in our marriage is, is it just distracting us from the bigger questions and real realities of our lives and our marriage? But am I just filling my mind with entertainment or what I think is valuable information and just being distracted from what really matters in my life? Being a great husband to you, being a faithful guy, being a person that's loving others. And am I just being like, no, but I need to see what this person's saying about this thing today. And if I don't see this information today, I'm going to be behind on all the information. So that's a question I ask. Like, am I just letting technology distract me from what's really important and time's just flying by? And to, I'm just filling my mind and my days with just technology and apps and news and entertainment and just what's the newest show? What's the newest show? And time and life and important questions are just passing me by. For me, for us, maybe I struggle a lot with anxiety. So are there times where I just want to keep the TV playing, keep a movie on, knowing that I have anxiety at the moment, but I just, let's just like unplug. Let's just use the technology, not in the best way, and not confront this anxiety that I should be talking to my husband about. Right. And something personal I felt in 2020 has been a total just tidal wave of information. I feel like I've been intaking information, um, the news, social media, everything that's going on in our life more than ever. Um, I've actually had to take a step back. That's why I wanted to kind of do this episode because I realized that I needed to take a step back from just my intake of information, my intake of stimulus. Um. I asked myself this question one day where I was like, did I spend more time on social media and listening to the news and listening to news podcasts or talking to you, Tanya? Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was by far more time on my computer just intaking news. And am I a great husband because of all the information I have or my great husband for the way that I serve you? And that's a question I had to ask. And I feel like this year I've done probably a pretty poor job of just balancing all the information I'm taking in. Um, I had to take a step back and I was like, you know what? Like I can't just go down these rabbit holes of being like, Oh, what's this say? And then what's that person say? And what's this thing? And that's what happened. And this what happened. Are you kidding me? And it was just, it was turning endless, but something I've had to really relearn this summer is that technology can make our lives easier, but it can't change the hard work that needs to go into making our marriage work. If I need to communicate with you that I had a really hard day and I just fill my night with Instagram, there's no app for helping me be vulnerable and communicating with you. There's no app that's going to help me then find the right words to be able to say to you, I need to do the hard work to make our marriage work. What I've noticed a lot is that it's become second nature for people to just bust out the phone and get on social media if we're kind of in an idle time. So if we're at a store and we're in line at the grocery store, let's say waiting to get checked out, I know I like it's I know what I'm going to do is actually pull out my phone and I'm just going to start scrolling, whether it's like through my emails for work, through some text messages I haven't answered back through whatever. Yeah, is technology stopping us from just being alone with ourselves? 
Right. Is it hindering the relationship with self? Because if it weren't for my phone in line, I would probably just be thinking to myself. You Maybe know? you have to talk to the person who's checking out the groceries and actually interact with them. Exactly. Maybe I would have to spark relationship with somebody next to me. Okay. So what do we do? It's very easy to pick out the bad mm-hmm. of technology, but it's not so easy to just stop doing those things Right. for me. You know, so what do we do? What do we do in our marriage to keep technology in check? No phones during meals. I think that's been a really good one for us. It's very easy to, again, pick up a phone while we're at dinner together and like be texting somebody. It's also it's just it still feels rude to me to be like on your phone when you're having a meal with somebody else. Yeah, we'll take the occasional picture of our food, send it to our family and friends. But besides that, we really try to keep our phones off of the table and not um, with us when we're eating together. I think another one is just having one TV. We have had the option to have like a TV in our room, a TV in the living room, a TV in the in the guest bedroom for people that stay over. And that can just be a big distraction. So we have been very intentional with just keeping it to one TV. It's just two of us anyways. (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't mind a second TV, but you're right. It's better. I know it's better that we only have one TV. I think another thing, another way that we keep technology in check and in rightly ordered in our marriage is by spending quality time unplugged, like going on walks together, no phones, going on drives together, no radio, no phones, no anything, no GPS, you know, no. <laughs> yeah, which I love. I love going on drives with you with no radio, the, do- the doors, the windows down. It is just so life-giving. I know that I need to step away completely from technology at times. I know I can't just pick up my phone and then just look at a couple pictures, that's it, or just watch t- 10 minutes of a show. So I have to make sure that we're taking walks without phones, that we're going on drives without phones, taking that time together away from technology, just completely unplugging. Yeah. And everything has to be in moderation, especially because we live in a world where you can't really not, you can't really not be immersed into life with technology. You can, but you'd be isolated you just be some dude with a flip phone then you're just some guy <laughs> with a flip phone i mean people choose that way of life and that's good if you're called to that but listen we we work from home we need our laptops we need certain things certain technological things to to live in this life in our marriage and in our lives we use technology as a tool but it also needs to be in moderation Yeah, just like everything in our lives and in our marriage, it all needs to be in moderation. Work from home, emails, quality time watching movies, those are the great parts of technology. But we also have to just completely unplug to get away from it. So that wraps up our episode right now, talk about technology. There's good, there's bad. We have some solutions um, for us that work, like we said, in moderation. Um, It's not going anywhere. Technology is not going anywhere. And we've had this conversation and we're having it now on this podcast that we actively need to be talking about technology in our marriages, in our relationships, um, how we're using it, because it is everywhere. And 
if we just let it go and not talk about it, we're going to be on our phones 24-7. You know, 25-8, we're going to be using technology. So we have to be intentional about how we use technology and how we talk about it. 25-8. That was funny. I didn't get it at first. <laughs> yeah. And so that's why I, I wanted to do this episode or we wanted to do this episode because there's such a reality of technology in our marriage. And so we knew we needed to talk about it. And we have talked about it. Like, are we watching too much TV? Are we, yeah. are we on our yeah. phone too much? Yeah. Yeah, we've definitely talked a lot about is the TV on a little too much? So that's why we wanted to do it. <laughs> So we are doing our segment, That Thing You Do, and I have a question for Pete today. Let's do it. (laughs) My question for you is, why do you, like, jump up out of bed with the first alarm? Because I like to snooze. (laughs) This is a great question. I have a great answer for it. Or at least I think it's a great answer. I do not like the snooze button because it's pure torture for me. I do not get any more rest when I hit a snooze button. Like, yes, I can rest more, but it's just pure torture. Knowing that I'm awake already and knowing that the day is already happening and knowing that I probably don't want to wake up. It's just torture just to hit the snooze and just know that in three minutes I'm going to have to wake up again. Um, So I just like to choose to wake up. And just like get going. So like maybe like 10 years ago when I was in college, I just decided, I think I heard from someone that they were like, oh, like if you just wake up and you kind of choose to wake up, you choose to wake up, um, it helps you kind of get going as opposed to just dreading every second while I'm hitting snooze. Um, So I just would, the alarm would ring and it was super hard, but I just put my feet out of bed and I would just be like, I hate this. And I would just get start going and I would just start my day getting ready for the day. And I really liked it because it just helped me not feel tortured by snooze, 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 dreading that I have to wake up and eventually I'm going to have less and less time to get ready. So then it just became a habit for me. I hear the alarm. I just get up. It's just kind of gotten a little easier for me. I mean, no, it's not perfectly easy. Uh, but it's gotten a little easier just to hear the alarm and just get up and just be like, all right, at least I can dread waking up and feeling tired while I'm brushing my teeth or something. So not really a, not really an amazing, funny, light answer, but I, I just practiced it. I just practiced and practiced and practiced it. It was really annoying when I was younger, but now it's gotten like a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good habit to have. I should probably learn from you. I think we're opposites in that. I just, I hear the alarm and I just quickly, you guys, I quickly feel Pete like jump out of bed. And I'm like, why is he jump? It hasn't even finished ringing yet. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm a big snoozer. Snooze. (laughs) That's great. So so that's why. That's why I do it. I hope if anyone, if anyone else out there likes to hit snooze or wake up after one ring, email us. Let us know what kind of person you are. Cause I want to know, I know there's more people that get up after one ring. It's not just me. So definitely email us and tell us if you are a person who wakes up after one ring <laughs> or a snoozer or a snoozer. So that's it for us today. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for continuing to come back and listening to us. We hope you had some fun. We hope you were able to be entertained, to learn a little bit, to share with us. We just want to thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you follow us on social media, 
Make sure that you rate and review us on Apple and Spotify and Google. Um, visit our website. Check out the blog there. And thank you so much just for continuing to listen to us. Thanks, guys. Bye. We'll see you later.